0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: Dr. John Duffy is no stranger to this radio station. How are you, Dr. Duffy?
0: I'm good, Wendy Snyder. How are
1: you? (laughs) I'm doing great. Um, John is a clinical psychologist, a parenting expert. uh, The book, Parenting the New Teen in the Age of Anxiety. John, I I was complaining that uh, the woman at my grocery store gave away my turkey. I'm over it, sort of. Um, And I'm very thankful for many things in life. This is my favorite holiday in the world, but there are a lot Mm -hmm. of people who get very down over the holidays.
0: Yeah, it's probably a good place to start because you know that that's something I think it's easy for those of us who have who are surrounded by family and friends who aren't losing or have lost um, somebody we love this year. Uh, we forget that an awful lot of people are grieving, and at the holidays, this stuff gets accentuated; it, it gets bigger and amplified. And so, one thing we might do is think of somebody we know who has lost somebody. And it can be any time during the year. It doesn't have to be like that they lost somebody this past week, or they lost their job, or they lost their pet. You know, like this, it can be grief takes a lot of different forms. And at the holidays, people feel all of it. I'm, I'm experiencing that this week in this office, Wendy. Um, and just to reach out to somebody and Even if you don't talk about it, invite them over for a while. Um, You know, just take a walk with them over this weekend because they might feel alone. Uh, They might be super depressed and lonely. They might just be really having a hard time emotionally. So to reach out and just give them a moment of your time can mean the world. It really, really can.
1: I lost uh, a cousin. uh, It was a year in January. So this is going to be the second Thanksgiving without her. And how we kind of um, memorialize her is we invite another person. So it's not like our guest list is dwindling on Thanksgiving. It's actually growing because the thought of an empty chair makes me sad.
0: I love that. Um, And I think everybody's going to have their own ritual around that, you know, especially if you've lost somebody. I love that filling the empty chair, right, because it kind of honors who you've lost and invites somebody else to the table. That's really lovely, Wendy. Um, Some people love the empty chair. Some people just want to toast that person. Some people want to tell stories. Uh, And I think there's space for all of that. And the mistake we would make is to ignore it all. And I've worked with a lot of families who've tried to do that, And just force themselves into a good time when that's just not there for them this time around. And so, to do something different, a different ritual, go bowling instead of going for the whole turkey dinner, you know, something different might be just the salve that you need to heal as a family and get back to, you know, whatever traditions you want to reestablish starting a year from now.
1: I'm going to ask you for some advice. Now, thankfully, in my family, we haven't had any uh, familial fights, but it seems like... um I'm half Italian and I know a lot of Italians fight and then they split off and each have their own pizza restaurants. <laughs> that's what it seems to happen <laughs> with Italians. But if you actually have like a sibling or a parent that you absolutely can't stand, first of all, I'm so sorry for you, but this really happens where families don't get along. How do you begin the healing? I know that's there's probably a lot that goes into this and you don't have enough time to answer, but give us some tips. If there's really someone you don't like who's going to be at your Thanksgiving dinner? Do you bite the bullet and go or do you do you skip it this year?
0: So there, there, this is an interesting year because I have not been asked that question the last couple of years because we've had the luxury for those who are estranged or having a difficult time in their families of a pandemic. So we could opt out or not invite somebody that we didn't get along with. And we kind of had a built-in excuse that we really don't have anymore. So, a couple of ideas that I'll throw out there: It is okay to invite those people, but to be really clear, and and I like being clear ahead of time. People push back on this, but this is a good idea. I promise you, to set a boundary. If you cross the line, I will either stop you in the middle of your sentence. Um, I may I may uninvite you and ask you to leave, and that's just because there's way too much discomfort going around. And I can't just ask everybody to hold that discomfort because you feel like saying whatever is on your mind. So to set a really clear boundary, sometimes does the trick. You also don't have to invite everybody. You can decide, you know what I'm the one hosting and I do have the luxury of deciding I'm not going to invite that person this year because I don't get along with them. And that's, That may be heartbreaking because he or she is my uh, parent or my sibling or my in-law, but it is not requisite that everybody be invited to every single event. And um, sometimes, oddly enough, I am finding that a healthy estrangement works better than a really unhealthy forced connection.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um so seasonal affective disorder kind of kicks in as the holidays kick in too. So are they two separate things or do they kind of over, overlap?
0: Great question, Wendy, and they definitely overlap. You can see that in, as November rolls in, every single year, I see that that depression kind of that bottom fall out of our moods and the holidays coming along are part of that formula. Part of it is, right, that daylight savings time shifts and our days and nights shift a little bit, but a big part of it is that the holidays loom for a lot of people on a regular basis. So, you know, they feel like, okay, that, that empty chair is going to be there again yeah. or that strife and that tension is going to be there again. So it's really interconnected. So anybody who's dealing with that seasonal affective issue, I encourage you to talk to... Um, somebody, a therapist or somebody, and work through not just like, you know, how do I manage my way through the cold and through the dark, but also how do I manage my way through these relationships and through this, these, these celebrations for so many people that might be kind of hard for me.
1: You're the best. Dr. John Duffy, uh, The Available Parent and Parenting the New Teen in the Age of Anxiety. When's the new book coming out?
0: Uh, Hopefully by the middle of next year. That's what I'm gunning for.
1: All right. Well, keep us posted, and happy anniversary to you. Thank you so much, Wendy. (laughs) It's a pleasure to talk to you. What's your website for people to reach out?
0: Uh, DrJohnDuffy.com.
1: Thank you. Have a great Thanksgiving.